Hey everybody, welcome back to the For Who, For What podcast, Championship Week edition. Before we get started, wanted to remind you guys real quick, rate and review the podcast on iTunes. Go ahead, give us five stars, say something nice, sure would appreciate it. Click the subscribe button wherever you're listening. This week on the pod, we've got George Gordon back again with Matt Wayne, picking the games, going over the season, the news, and the NFL. It's a fun one. You guys are going to enjoy it. And now, without any further ado, let's get into the pod, huh? All right, there we go, boys. Welcome back. Uh, a, a happy uh, championship week edition of the podcast for some, not so much for others. We will get into that shortly. Joined once again, of course, Matt Wayne is here and George Gordon. He, he impressed us so much last week that we've brought him back again. And uh, let's let's get into before we pick the games. Let's uh, do some memoriams on the teams who are no longer with us this week. Um, <laughs> I. I <laughs> I know what, where we should start with this one. So Matt, your, your bills, they, um, well, they didn't play very well. They, no, they, they didn't, they got they didn't show pretty, up. They got beat pretty bad. That's, that is a tough loss in the playoffs. Um, it reminds me of the last game at veteran stadium for the Eagles where Rondé Barber took a interception to the house. And I think they beat mm-hmm. us like 27, 10 or something. And it was just, some losses are just so bad. There's no silver lining. You have to just totally reevaluate who you are as a person, even. And I feel like that's where uh, the Bills fans are this week. How, how are you holding up, Patty? Uh, well, thank you, Patty. Uh, I'm holding up okay. I think it's kind of ridiculous that these Bills fans are devastated or upset and looking up to the football gods. I don't know what they have to be upset about. This is great. I love this. You know what this is like? The Bengals are Elaine and the Bills were George with the toupee. Mm-hmm. And they ripped it right off. And they said, I don't like this thing. And, and here's what I'm doing. <laughs> and then the next day, the Bills fans, I feel like my old self again, completely insecure, inadequate, yeah. neurotic. It's a pleasure. We're the Bills again. I love it. Um, and also we were bad for so long. We were bad for 10 years, maybe longer than that. I mean, if you want to say since the Music City Miracle. Since 99, yeah. And Flutie, I mean, we've been bad. And this McDermott and, and Bean, McBean as people like to call it, have taken us to the playoffs five years, in a, you know, not, I think in a row. Yeah. And we've been to the AFC Championship once, the divisional round twice. That wild card game against the Texans was a wild ride. Uh, I don't know. I'm I, you know, it's it hurts, but also the game was so bad that you can't even look at it and go, 
Oh, you know, like the last year divisional round, 13 seconds, man, we were almost there. Like they didn't show up and play. So it's like, it's so easy to just look at it and go, this is just sucked. It wasn't good. And I think the bills will be better off next year when everyone's not saying they're favored in every game and they're going to win the Super Bowl before they've done anything. And all the betters in Vegas and everything and all the sports media based all of that on a game they lost last year. So the whole season was fucked up to me. And that's all I have to say about that. (laughs) (laughs) It was. I, well, I definitely think that for the fan base, you guys are more of a lovable underdog. You didn't really know how to handle being the favorite. You were just you guys were so nervous every week. Just speaking about the the Bills fans that I know in my life, it was it just it didn't it wasn't a fit. It wasn't a match. So I think it's it's good. Maybe lower the expectations. Um, yeah, bring that bring that expectation <clears throat> bar down. Bring well, that this down. this is the thing now is how much of the team do you have to change to win in the playoffs? Because it seems like if they're not going to use Josh Allen as a running back in the playoffs or, or exactly, you, know, you got to let Josh run wild. Well, now they're going to have to bring in like an actual running back. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if you guys saw yesterday, but Bill Parcells was asked to give like a little assessment of each, of each playoff team that got beat last week. And he compared the bills <clears throat> to the bucks. He was like, it's a one-man show with one really good receiver. Yeah. So, you know, Tom Brady has Mike Evans. Josh has Diggs. And you can argue, obviously, Gabe Davis, and there's a lot of support. But, like, it's a one-man show, and he can't do everything. The defense, which everyone talks about, oh, Bill's defense, Bill's defense, opportunistic, blah, 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 top five. They've let us down in the playoffs now five years in a row. Ever since that, going back to that Texans game where we let Deshaun Watson, like, scramble – a mm. total of probably 75 yards laterally and win the game. So we haven't done that. So Leslie Frazier's got to go. Uh, Ken Dorsey's probably got to go. And yeah, you got to bring in some personnel. I mean, James Cook could be a great player. We'll never know. Yeah, I think, uh, well, for, for me, the Bills move is either, yeah, you, you get rid of Dorsey or and bring in someone who will run the ball. But I think, uh, not to to get ahead of ourselves, but in the draft where the, the Bills are going to be at the end of that first round, and I think uh, B. John Robinson, the running back from Texas, he'll, he'll probably be first running back off the board. And that that's usually, I mean, these days, that's usually in the in the late 20s, the end of the first round. So I think yeah. that could be a match. But yeah, they, they got to, I think it's it's not so much a personnel change as much as, just uh, change the mindset of who you are as a team. You're they're a cold weather team. They don't play that way. They play like a, a you know a dome style of offense, and it's it's come back to to haunt them. Um, you know at, at crucial times. I think. Uh, well, for George, final thoughts on the Bills. Any 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 parting parting thoughts? By the way, well, real quick, before Joe, George goes, I just want to say how awesome it is that he has a midnight run poster over his shoulder. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I know this is not a video podcast, but he's got an awesome, unbelievable midnight run poster, and I'm just looking at that. Go ahead, George. I'm sorry. Um, uh, I think you guys both hit it on the head. It's like philosophically they need to change what they want to do because I hate this word in sports, but watching that game the other day, they seemed a little soft. And I think they need to they need to toughen up on defense. I might let Ed Oliver walk. Um, uh, wow. just get some more edge. Yeah, I think I might let. He's one of the bright spots. I thought him and Rousseau for a while were filling in nicely well, for. Well, Rousseau's on the rookie deal, so so you you probably yeah, should keep him. But like they they, they might need a little more tough. toughness. 
Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, – well, and I want to know, what did you guys think of uh, Diggs sort of blowing up at Josh and 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 getting mad? I mean, I, I see that as just that's what great receivers do when they're yeah. – you know, he just really wants to win, so I didn't have a problem with that. But I don't know. Did, it, did you guys read anything into that? No. Well, it, was, it was fine. I mean, it was also in the fourth quarter when they were getting the, the brakes beat off of them, so – I, I, yeah, I think I was watching The Fugitive by then. Matt, yeah, Matt is settled into my dad's lane of when it's not going well, you just got to change the channel. It is. Mm-hmm. I just put on an old reliable film, put on The Fugitive, <laughs> and you just watch Harrison Ford and TLJ run around Chicago. It's fun. Yeah, I feel like that's like every dad's move. It's like, uh, you don't deserve my eyeballs if you're going to be playing like this. I swear, yeah. if the Eagles are down 10 nothing in the first quarter, I will text my dad and he's, he'll be like, oh, I'm not watching. They don't have it today. So I'm <laughs> yeah. like, Dad, I'll what tell you, there was, there was uh, two moments, only two moments in that game where I got a little, oh, okay. Josh ran that in the first touchdown. It's 14 7. I'm thinking, mm-hmm. okay, all right, this is something. But that quickly dissipated. And then I can't remember what the score was at the time, but Milano breaks up that touchdown pass in the end zone. And that was a spark. But that's it. Mm-hmm. After that, I mean, it was like, not to mention, you defer, you win the coin toss, you defer, and the Bagels just do whatever they want. They didn't have one yeah. negative play, not an incompletion, not a run for a loss, nothing. And that they was how the, whatever they wanted. the Monday night game a few weeks ago was similar. The, Very the similar. Night way. They just... <laughs> came out and and they had it going and that they like a scary team the afc right now is an arms race i mean it's insane and now if the jets get rogers forget about it well yeah that is uh i i had that written down on on my list of topics uh we can we can get to that i, d- I did want to also discuss the cowboys who uh gracefully bowed out once again they don't really seem th- it, it felt like this was their last get. This feels like a window closing for the Cowboys to me. Zeke is is probably not going to be back or, you know, won't have the same kind of role. It seems like they're going to move the offense to be sort of Tony Pollard uh, as the as the lead back. Didn't something terrible happen? Did he like break his? Oh, yeah. Or something? They, well, they yeah, they they had that that tackle where. And, and it, the same thing that happened to Mahomes where the guy, you know, he grabs you and then he just falls down on the ankle. I think they're going to I saw that the the rules committee was meeting to discuss that. I think they're going to start to sort of ban that because it, it's dangerous. I mean, it's also how you tackle people. I don't know mm-hmm. if, if somebody is like big and strong, you just sort of grab on and fall. But I don't know how they're going to legislate that out of the game. But yeah, his, I mean, his, that, isn't that isn't that what ruined Bo Jackson? Yeah, well, he, from behind, just yeah, hip, yeah. His his was the hip, yeah. But the 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 falling on the legs thing is is it, I you see it more and more. I don't how know you how to stop grown men running as fast as they can from falling on a leg. That's the thing. It's not. I I don't know what you can do to really get it out of the game. And and the guy, you know, I see a lot of people, the players talking about how it's a dirty play and whatnot. Um, yeah, I don't know how you get rid of it. I think you got. I mean, sometimes I feel like you got to. The NFL and the the competition committee or the NFLPA, whatever you want to call it, needs to focus less on making the game so safe and more about taking care of the players after they're not in the league. Yeah, I lied because I think- that's what it's going to happen. They're going to their their legs going to be fucked up forever. So yeah. pay them, take care of them. Like I remember, I bartended with a guy 
who pitched for the Marlins for like, Ooh, you know, give me a name. I forget his name. I mean, he was living in Buffalo, working at a banquet hall with me. So it wasn't great. He did have a great story about hitting Javi, Javi Lopez once and he thought he was going to die. Ooh, Marlins killer, Javi Lopez. Sure. But he got Tommy Johns and had to retire, but he was getting a check for $17,000 every three months from the Marlins for like five years. And he was out of the, I mean, I'm not saying that's like, whoa, insane money, but you can stack those up and get a nice little catering gig on the side. Mm -hmm. And I don't know what the NFL is, but from what it sounds like, everyone who's been in the NFL is very disgruntled. They were gruntled and And now now they're disgruntled. disgruntled. Yeah. The base major league baseball has the best players union in in sports uh by far and then yeah the the nfl guys they they get five years of of medical coverage and and to even get that you have to hit a certain threshold which Mm -hmm. when we were the demar hamlin stuff was going on that was part of the the conversation was like he wouldn't even like if people didn't care or you know the nfl didn't bend the rules he he would have been on the hook for like a lot of those medical expenses uh speaking of which any thoughts on eli apple taunting uh digs and 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 the the bills after the game he did the the little hand emoji well the hamlin thing was low that was that was dirty pool because he was like trip to cancun on number three or something Ah. yeah one one, two three cancun is the uh the tweet yeah yeah i don't mind him saying oh you and josh need couples therapy i mean like also eli apple is like he sucks he sucks and he had one good game and now he's talking (laughs) shit so and he it's got just, it just reminds me of an annoying person in high school who feels accepted for five seconds and starts, you know, being the cock of the walk, but they're still an asshole. I'm I'm on Google. I've got in Marlins pitcher Javi Lopez, and I can't I can't find anything. I'm really this is really gonna bother me. I gotta you gotta I'll 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 text some old coworkers. We'll thank I'll, you. I'll, I'll get the name for you. I gotta I gotta find out who this was. It's gonna drive me crazy. Um. So yeah, the Cowboys, um, Giants, Jags. Happy to be there. I, I don't think there's there's uh any negative takeaways you could really have for either of those teams. God bless them. I saw the Jags Chiefs was the the highest rated game of of the week last week. If you would have told me before the year the Jaguars would have been involved in the highest rated game in a playoff week. I would have not believed it. So I, I think uh, they're going to be happy. Uh, I'm, a, I'm, I'm a little annoyed with that game because I think I said last week on the pod that I thought they were going to win. And it's like I I called them the cover for sure, but I thought they were going to win. When he, when Mahomes went down, they kind of didn't put the the foot on the gas. You're right. Like, that was a window. They missed. <laughs> that was their chance, but what they didn't account on was Chad Henney being that guy, the, uh, the greatest quarterback in the history of the university of Michigan, just taking into account the time they played at Michigan, nothing else, just the Michigan (laughs) years. He is the best. Uh, I, yeah, I, as, as he came in, I was like, wait, Andy Reid and Chad Henney, they're going to, they're going to move the ball. Cause this is like, this is, you know, basic offense. This is sort of like, uh, you know, how Dallas looked better with Cooper rush. Cause it's like, you just scale it back. But when you have that kind of personnel also. Yeah, the Jags, why they weren't keying in on Travis Kelsey more, I will never understand. He had like 15 targets or something. That's so unbelievable. Know, even at halftime, if you just make the switch, they, uh, yeah, they were close. They, um, 
yeah, we, we, and then the giants, I don't know what you do with, with Daniel Jones. I don't feel like he's the answer at quarterback, but I don't think you're well, going to get anybody better necessarily. I don't know that he's the problem because he's tough. He's good with his legs. Yeah, but at some point, at you got to get him some receivers. You got to get him some some weapons. Yeah. It's yeah. Saquon and it's like, you know, like I said last week, you know, Hodges and the other guy. What's his name? Richie. Ricky. Richie James the third. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they had good seasons, but, I, you know, no, you need some not, weapons. Yeah. You need something for, you know, defensive coordinators to, to lose sleep over. And there's nothing there. And I think Dable proved he's he's a good coach. And he is. Yeah. I mean, they've got a lot of deficiencies. It's like the wide receiver group is very, very thin. That linebacker group is kind of bad. Very bad. Uh, it's it's one of the worst in the league. Uh, Jalen Smith, God bless his heart, but should not be in the league anymore. No, You don't ever want to hear anyone talk about you and they say, bless his heart. Yeah, that was that was the old the old Southern. That was the Florida in me coming out here before I <laughs> before I said something negative. I had to I had to bless a heart real quick. That's, because, that's right. It's important um, to bless those hearts. Yeah. All right, and uh, we'll do we'll do a couple of other news items from the last week in the league, uh, and then we'll get to the picks. Frank Reich has been named head coach of the Carolina Panthers. Kind of a, a surprise to me. I, I got the sense he was going to take a little a, a break, maybe take a year off, but he's getting uh, right back in it with the Panthers. First QB one in history of the, of the franchise. Oh yeah. I had a, uh, a sick, uh, I don't even know what kind of card it was, but it was like, it, it was like a really cheesy uh, probably from like, you remember when sports illustrated for kids used to have the cards in the magazine and you would like cut them out. I remember sure. the, the, the Panthers inaugural season. I had like a sick Frank Reich, uh, Sports Illustrated for Kids card must be worth, you know, 15 to 20 cents right now. If I would have held on to it, I, I we're really missing out. But Don Beebe was on that team. Don, it, it's a yeah, that was um, before because they I think they signed Kevin Green after their first year. I don't know if he was there because they went to the champ. Them and the Jags both went to the they championship game that 96 did, yeah. year. Was that inaugural? Did they also have Barry Bananas Foster that first year? Yep. Yeah, a lot of ex-Steelers made their <laughs> way over, uh, which I think wasn't Dom Dom Capers was the coach. So that I think it was. Yeah, that would. Um, and then, yeah, they they drafted Kerry Collins, who, uh, if you look at the record books, Kerry Collins' name is deceptively high. He's he he ended up throwing for a lot of yards somehow. Dude, that Penn State team that he had. Kajana Carter. They yep. were sick. Yeah, yeah that Harry was. Had a run. I remember playing whatever the Sega Genesis college football game was. Uh, I, remember, I think it was cousin. just called NCAA football. Yeah, mm-hmm. with me and me and my cousin like fighting over who would get to play as Penn State because they were they were that good that year. They were like by far the best team. Uh, any any thoughts on Steve Wilkes? Um, people are upset he didn't get the get a chance to keep going with that team and the NFL obviously has uh, a giant issue where there are basically no black head coaches in the NFL. I already saw there, you know, people are talking about how this is just going to boost the Flores lawsuit. I get, I get what the Panthers are doing. I see, you know, the numbers on retaining uh, the the interim coach the next year are really bad. It do, it just doesn't seem to work out. 
it's tough to recapture. Well, that, that was going to be my next question is how often does an interim coach actually get the job? Yeah, that's it. But I'll tell you what, if Jeff Saturday ends up with this Colts job, the NFL is going to look like uh, pieces of shit once again, because, but yeah. yeah. Well, I think the first one of the business is try to keep him in the building because the guys did end up playing, playing well for, or playing like with some yeah. art with them. So uh, I'm hoping that's what happens. <laughs> But I mean, like the the Raiders went to the playoffs last year, and they didn't retain their interim coach either. So yeah, I mean, rich, that's, rich it's, it's, usually never happens. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah, I think that would you know try because I it, I don't I don't believe Wilkes is going to be getting any of the other head coaching openings. It looks like we're down to the Cardinals, the Broncos. I don't I don't know who else is is still. Uh, open but yeah there's it looks like D'Amico Ryans is going to end up with that Broncos job and I would and I think Sean Payton's probably going to take the uh, Arizona job um, as there seems to be a, a fire truck directly outside my window for some reason I don't know Sean um, Payton's going to take the Arizona job and D'Amico Ryan's going to take the Broncos job that, that, no. those are those are my predictions those are from um, what I'm from what I'm reading I was uh, taking that as fact. I'm like, well, if Patty's saying it, it is gone. That's that's just I, I know Peyton's met with him, and then I just saw a report that the uh D'Amico Ryan's had a had a really good interview with the Broncos. And I for for Sean Payton, I don't think he's coming out of retirement unless it's for a good job. I think he definitely wanted the Miami job. I mean, it's confirmed he wanted to go to Miami with Brady before this mm-hmm. season. Um and and speaking of which, I don't know if you guys saw the video. Tom Brady checking out private schools in South Florida. Some some other parent like snapped a video, <laughs> and uh, I saw it on like the bowels of Twitter. You know, nobody where like nobody has a check mark, and everyone's just like posting. But yeah, Tom Brady checking out schools for his kids in Miami. Read into that what you will. Yeah, but okay. So that brings us to this: if the AFC East is Josh Allen. Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, and then that other guy. Um, that's scary. That's nuts. That's yeah. very possible. Also, can we back it up to the good interview? I want to t- remember when Brian Flores said all the Broncos guys were hungover or maybe still drunk. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't a good interview. Yeah. I wonder if they, well, I bet, I mean, that's got to be, you know. You get on the plane with Elway, the stories start coming out. You know, John, tell the drive again. We want to hear it one more time. <laughs> yeah, Elway seems like a guy who's always about to whack one back. He's got a little bit of that, like, you know, drunk dad face where it's like, I don't know if I if I want him driving me home after hanging out. Like, <laughs> maybe I'll just yeah. sleep over tonight, Mr. Elway. That's that's I don't know <laughs> if I trust you. Yeah, him and Saturday seem like dudes who drink and then like shoot guns. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> someone's gonna get hurt um so and we we talked a little bit about rogers to the jets they uh they they brought in our boy nathaniel hackett to be the offensive coordinator if anyone ever needed a year off from football it would it would have been hackett but he's getting right back into it i don't but it's easy to to kind of hide in a coordinator role after you've sucked as a coach well he's also he's in, he's never his numbers his offensive numbers as coordinator have never been that impressive it's always middle of the pack i think his best mm-hmm. season as a coordinator he had like the 15th ranked offense or something so that's interesting because i think a lot of people would say he was a good coordinator 
I, he was a good coordinator because he was near Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I, mean, I, I think yeah. it's it seems obvious now that the only reason the Broncos hired him when they did was because they thought it would help lure Rodgers. And then they just ended up with this mismatch of, you know, useless Russell Wilson and a coach who they didn't really bring him in for. So, I, I yeah. Um, Bill O'Brien back with the Pats also. I feel oh. like this needs – uh, a bit of mention i'm i'm happy to have bill o'brien back i missed him and like you know three four years ago the end of you know when he was trading deandre hopkins i'm like we got to get rid of this guy bringing him back as the coordinator i want to watch him yell at mac jones all season next year i cannot wait um i'm hoping for a, a face mask grab yeah something something just like shake him up get in his face um all right so that's all the the sort of uh non- championship weekend notes and stuff i wanted to touch on on to the games this is uh we'll start with the the three o'clock game on sunday the philadelphia eagles taking on the san francisco 49ers the eagles are two and a half point favorites at home this is uh i think i feel pretty comfortable saying win or lose this is the most talented eagles team there's ever been i think I, I just I, I I'm I, I I'm at the point where I don't think they're gonna lose. I just don't I cannot imagine Brock Purdy going into Lincoln Financial Field with two NFL road starts under his belt and and not completely fucking up the game. I think their defense obviously is gonna limit us and it's gonna be low scoring. But I just I think the way our defense is played, you know, everyone's talking about their defense. The Eagles defense, they they had 70 sacks this year. They forced a ton of turnovers. Brock Purdy, I I watched Brock Purdy his entire career. Like I I his like it's not I didn't just find out about him. I I remember gambling against him in college because I did not trust him to not turn the ball over. I as great as Shanahan is, I don't see how he can take them much further beyond this point. I think the Eagles probably win by a little bit more than the spread. Mm-hmm. And then I've heard Probably. that they're they're planning on going forward with Purdy. I think they have to at this point because of how cheap it is. And yeah, based on what he's shown, if you if you have the kind of offense where you can sort of just get a quarterback to do certain things, and it all does. I mean, and and honestly, Purdy does a good job of improvising and doing things on his own. But the the way the 49ers offense is. You don't really need – you just need a guy who's not going to try to overdo it. That's why, you know, Garoppolo has been perfect there. It's just like, let me take what's there, and then with this defense, as long as I don't make mistakes. Yeah, I think uh, – I mean, where where could you see – who might be interested in a Trey Lance – because I don't think you – I don't think you trust him to come in and start right away. The sample size is just too small. I mean, like – And he he only played, like, half a season at at, – uh, yeah, like Dakota. So you know exactly like the samples. It's what are you basing this on? The belief that Lynch and uh, Shanahan had in him, I guess. I think yeah. you keep them both. You you yeah. you keep. I mean, you might as they're well. They're both on rookie contracts. They're both on rookie contracts. And then and just let Jimmy. Else. Do you let Jimmy G leave? I feel like. Yeah, you let Jimmy walk. finally get out of there. I Set him to like a different like... subway. <laughs> I think that's all well and good until 
Purdy gets hurt, and then you only have Trey Lance, and they're like, oh, we weren't <laughs> we weren't ready for this. Um, is that division about to be terrible? Well, the Cardinals already have been. To, I don't know what's going on. If if the Cardinals the were a Kingsbury problem or a Kyler problem, Seattle uh, overachieved, but their defense. Like I'm going to get into that in just a second. Their defense is real bad. So and real young. Yeah. That yeah. that that division might be really bad. Yeah, and then uh, the Rams are probably. I mean, it seems like Stafford might not even be ready to go next year. So that could be Baker Mayfield. I don't know. They're, they're... <laughs> I'm just also so sick of McVeigh, this football coward, every year. Is he going to stay? Oh, no. Just go. Just get out of our lives. It's a little early for all that. He's like 32. and I know. Like... Well, I agree, but it's, it's, it's the narrative every year. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Why do we hear about it every year where it's like, why would this guy retire? Like, if you want to retire, go. But let's not you know, make a song and dance out of it. Yeah. All right, Georgie, you, uh, who, who do you like in, uh, the Niners Eagles and <clears throat> think about this very carefully. If you want to come back for the Super Bowl podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, I like the, uh, I like the Eagles, not, not as big as last week, like I said, but I do like them by, by more than, by more than 10 points. Um, uh, but there's some stats that you, that you guys are find interesting. Jalen Hurts, Averages over 300 passing yards per game against uh, the NFL's top 10 defenses. I mean, I think they're going to run, 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 run. And if they can get the 49ers in the third and sixes, third and sevens, where they just have to make a decision on what kind of play to call, I just don't see Brock winning a third road game. The two road games that he's won is Seattle, mm-hmm. Vegas. And he's, he, yeah. he struggled. He he, he struggled. He, 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 I didn't think he was great last week, aside from that that amazing uh, uh, catch. It's like He wasn't amazing last week. And I think Hassan Reddish, if, Reddick, if it wasn't for Bosa, would probably win NFL Defensive Player of the Year. He mm-hmm. is on a heater right now. Hometown kid. So, yeah, he went to Temple. Yes, and yeah, a quick, so, quick shout out to the University of Temple for knocking off the number one ranked Houston basketball team this week. They sure did. They sure did. Sorry, I just, sorry. I, just, I could I could see the light leaving Maddie's eyes now that we know talking <laughs> college basketball. Well, when I, well, I used to love college hoops as a boy, I would watch year round. Now it's like I wait until football's over and then I start sniffing around, and I'm like, Ugh, Gonzaga again. <laughs> Your boy, uh, your boy Nate Oates is down in Alabama. They got like the the, the one of the top teams in the country this year. I'm they do, Maddie. They do. Become an Alabama fan for college you basketball. Should. They're good. They're good. Um, uh, and, and finally, the, the last thing is like um, that 49ers uh, uh, defensive backs. I think they're good. I don't know if they think they're great. I just don't see them getting wins against AJ Brown. He is as physical as they come. And uh, I've, I found like if they find out who the referee crew is. They call the least amount of flags on passing the parents. Ooh. So like, <laughs> so that, it's not that, that hussy, me. is it? I hate that hussy. It is hussy. <laughs> Damn it. It is, it is John Hussy. That's the reference. I don't know why I hate that guy so much. I think it's there's something about when he talks, when he turns the mic on, he seems so excited to bust people. I'll t- I'll take anybody over the, the goddamn Carl Cheffers crew <laughs> that's gonna be doing the Super Bowl too, that throws more flags than any. I don't know why the NFL is like we want the crew with the most yeah, let's flags. slow down this four hour game <laughs> it's yeah. yeah um maddie you want a towel to sit on it's like a four hour <laughs> game <laughs> uh who, who who are you taking in this one Matthew. Oh, I, you asking me or Jordan? yeah you haven't given us a pick oh, i haven't given uh 
I yeah, I'm I'm going Eagles as well. I mean, okay. I'll, I'll I'll put on my dad cap. You got a West Coast team coming to the East Coast. It's going to be twelve o'clock for them. Their whole equilibrium is going to be thrown off. <laughs> Breakfast is still going to be in their body. You know, who knows what could happen in that hotel room the night before? Uh, I'm going. Well, that's that is actually something to think about because the Giants woke up on game day without any water in their hotel. I don't know what they still haven't figured out what happened. So that's right. Yeah, that's they, it up. They're definitely going to some, something's going to happen. But and I've and I've grown to like Sirianni. I, I I used to think he was kind of a jackass, but he is kind of the George Costanza of coaches. <laughs> He's always trying to pull a fast one. Uh, very hyperbolic. He's calling hurts Michael Jordan. Uh, yeah, that that scared the crap out of me until I saw like eight other things for the the Niners this week where I was like, all right, I don't like that. That's bad juju too. Yeah. The night, the Niners this week, they've had like uh domestic violence arrest. They they've just some of the quotes I've been seeing about like how they're not worried about the crowd noise because their stadiums, the loudest or just like little things where I'm like, I don't know if they're quite ready. Like it's not even I know like Trent Williams spoke about it because you know he played for Washington. He gets he's he went to that stadium every year and mm-hmm. he's like he's like, Yeah, when you go there, they let you know they don't like you. The the NFC championship crowd in Philly, it's it's not even the the noise level, it's just gonna be the antagonize. It's just all day, like the hotel the night before, people are gonna be driving by honking horns so the players can't sleep. It's just the the whole the whole city is nuts for this team. I just I don't if, if if they had a quarterback who I trusted, I would I would give them more of a chance. But I just cannot see Brock Purdy Super Bowl. Even even like when Tom Brady was on his run his rookie year, like that made more sense to me because mm-hmm. it was like this you know th- this uh, like Bledsoe is still in the picture a little bit and and the and it just. That run, I just I cannot imagine. Or Roethlisberger when he went like fifteen one. Yes, yeah, like, like that made more sense too. The, who was knocked? Because Roethlisberger didn't start as the starter. Who was starting back then? Was Tommy it Neil Maddox. O'Donnell or Bubby Brister? Tommy Maddox got. Oh yeah. my god! A, one of Tom, the most Mike Thompson was my next guess. <laughs> he got Maddox, he got lit up. He got one of the most gruesome hits I've ever seen, where they had to like cut the face mask off him, and that was oh, I think he was my. the he was the comeback player of the year before that. Cause he had been in the XFL. He was a first round pick. I forget who took him. It might've been the Cowboys, maybe somebody. So he was, or maybe it was Denver. He was drafted to be like some, the heir apparent to somebody. I thought um, it was the bears, but I think he might be right. I think it may have been Denver. I, yeah. I have like a memory of, of like, Oh, Tommy Maddox. He'll be the quarterback in waiting. And then you didn't see him again until 10 years later on the Steelers. And you're like, oh yeah, that guy. Yeah, he was with the 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 Plaxico Burris, Heinz Ward. Um, oh. I want to say like Amos Zaraway was there. That was a that was a good offense. Uh, for the play, I always think of with that team is Plaxico Burris catching a first down, hopping up and spiking the ball before he was touched. <laughs> <laughs> uh, bless his heart. Not not the stupidest thing Plaxico ever did in his career. Uh, very true. Don't don't put a gun in the waistband of your sweatpants. That's just yeah. uh, that's just good advice all around. The AFC Championship game. The Chiefs are now one and a half point favorites against the Bengals. I think this started out as the Bengals were a, a point favorite. 
when I looked earlier in the week, this is swung over believe, to the Chiefs. I believe it started off as, as two and a half for Kansas City. Then it went to three, and then it switched over to one and a half by the Bengals. And now it's one and a half for Kansas City. For people who don't bet on football, that is fucking crazy. Yeah, I've never – this. it all has to be based on Mahomes' health. I think people were a little concerned – uh, with his injury, if he was going to play, but it seemed everything I've heard, and you don't know because these guys are talking, you know, it's all mind games and gamesmanship. You never know with Mahomes. This fucking guy is Charlie Chaplin out there. <laughs> he's he dancing, he's hamming it up. You don't know if he's really hurt. He limps mm-hmm. like, oh, and then he'll do something. I, I, I hate this guy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I still, I still like the Bengals here. I think that it, you know, this would be what Mahomes or Burrow's fourth straight win against Mahomes which mm-hmm. is insane to think about but I think it's going to have this the Bengals defense they're just a tough good team and uh they they can hit big plays they can run the ball when they need to and and I think Burrow as great as Mahomes is I think if I had you know one choice what quarterback I wanted at this point I would I would go Burrow he's just he's so goddamn trustworthy and he's so cool Yes, it's nice yeah. to have a cool athlete. It's like hard clip- to hate the Bengals because he's cool. Like you watch Mahomes talk. First off, you don't want to listen to him talk. Well, you know, I damn right, Mahomes. I talk like this. Uh, <laughs> hey, fam. Yeah, it's like a mix between Miss Piggy and John C. Riley. It's gross. Uh, but Joe Burrow and like it just also like usually athletes are so boring and it's like the Russell Wilsons of the world. My teammates, my teammates. God's mm-hmm. plan. Shut up, Joe Burrow. I'm not an underdog. I'll fucking. Stick yeah, yeah, he's he's, he's he's the real deal. Um, love Joey B. Uh, so is that is that a Bengals pick for you, Maddie? Are you? I well, I mean, I'm picking the Bengals because I hate the Chiefs, but I'm also picking the Bengals because they just look fucking cold blooded right now. They're yeah. not letting anything stand in their way, and I think you know, there's something to these these. These athletes who, I mean, obviously it didn't work out this way for Trevor Lawrence because up until he got to the Jags, he had never really lost. Mm-hmm. And I don't think Joe Burrow likes losing. I think it really upsets him. And he like is he just used to winning everything his whole career. So I think he wants to win that Super Bowl more than probably anybody left. Yeah. I, uh, George, who, who do you got? Uh, I'm, I'm going to say Cincinnati as well. And it's only really based on the fact that, like, I don't know if – the, the defensive backs for the 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 Chiefs can cover the the wide receivers and that whole crew of dudes for for Cincinnati. I mean, like Burrow's gonna they they win a lot of 50 50 balls and that's basically it. And they're gonna see a lot of cover zero, a lot of man to man, and I don't think they can handle that group. Yeah, T T Higgins. I mean, as much as we talk about Chase, T Higgins is like a vacuum. I mean, he he reminds me of AJ Brown in that way, where it's like if you throw it up. It, it, good luck winning that fight because he is it's bringing great. it down. Um, also, I mean, if and you got those three great wideouts, and then sneaky Hayden Hurst comes out of nowhere underneath. Yeah, it's like nobody they have nobody that can guard him there. So, although like, I did uh, see, I think he got added to the injury report uh, uh, yesterday. Shit. So, and that's another thing to look at the keep an eye on that 49ers injury report. I don't know what's going on there because Debo, McCaffrey, uh, a bunch of guys are on there and not practicing, but are definitely going to play. It's that. Uh, but I don't know. I don't, I, I don't know. Um, so, yeah. All right. So we all we're all on the Eagles. We're all on the Bengals. Yeah. Um, that's the show for this week as we're in the final minute. Uh, tell tell the that people. Be, oh, I'm sorry. Well, I was going to say, say it'd really, be a really cool Super Bowl. Hertz versus Burrow. Two cool guys. I was going to say do plugs, but I think we're out of time. Anyway, I'll I'll, I'll read the plugs afterwards. Uh 
thank you guys so much for joining me as always and uh we'll we'll see you next week uh right right back here on the pod There it is, folks. Another pod in the books. Thank you so much for checking it out. And uh, go ahead, leave a rate and review on your way out the door. Sure would appreciate it. And as always, you can catch us back here next week on the For Who, For What podcast. Go Birds. <laughs>